Hi, this is Wisdom Petals, and this is Leslie, and we're going to trip one more time down Leslie Street. Uh, it's been a while since I've been able to record um, on my podcast. I've been taking care of my mother, my grandmother, my mother has cancer. And so, you know, running back and forth to the um, cancer specialist and uh, different appointments. It's like you have so many appointments to deal with when you're dealing with um, cancer treatment in the traditional sense. I would have preferred she may be taking, taking a more holistic approach, but, you know, people make their own decisions. But on top of that, um, you know, dealing with my grandmother, who is within a week or two or something like that of turning 100, She's she can be a little demanding, you know, a little stubborn. And so, you know, I guess that's to be um, looked for. I mean, she's 100 years old, you know, almost. So it's like you can't really say much. You just go, yes, ma'am, <laughs> and go on about your business. Recently, though, um, I saw a post on Facebook that was talking about absent fathers and how... Um, a lot of them, and I've I've had this also in my history with my my son's uh, dad. Their dad, you know, thought that somehow I, in his words, demonized them, him, I should say, demonized him, and made him out to be a monster, and nobody, you know, that they wouldn't want to be around. And funny enough, was I never talked about him in that sense now when they asked me a question I gave them a truthful answer you know and so but the problem was primarily if you thought that I was telling them something that they that was harmful to your relationship you weren't around to even have a relationship you didn't try to be around to have a relationship um and then you wanted to say that I made you out to be a bad person or what have you. Men, if you're listening, this is not the stance to take. I know a lot of men who are there for their kids on an everyday basis, whether they want to be there or not, they're there. And they have taken up interest in their kids to make sure they're okay. To make sure that they eat every day, they have a roof over their heads, they have clothes on their back, shoes on their feet, and that they're emotionally um, secure because, you know, he's around. And, you know, I'm not saying that children that don't have their their father around uh, aren't necessarily, but that father holds a lot of weight. And he should be there for them to secure them, to make them feel um, a lot more stable than they necessarily may feel with their mom. You know, moms do good jobs. I know I'm a a single mother. We do our best, you know, to be there for our kids and to give them as much security and stability as we can provide. But their, their dad is is the balance and he should be there and so when he's not there that's a hole that's a a void and opening 
that, and sometimes a, a seething wound that is not healed and it is not filled. So, but to say that the woman is talking down about the father to the children, that's an assumption, okay? A very big assumption because not every woman does that. I know myself. I didn't do that. I know my fr- a friend of mine, good friend of mine, raised three kids on her own. She didn't do that about her children's fathers. Um, you know, I have a daughter and I raised her without her father as well. And I didn't talk him down. I told her the truth about what I know about her dad. And, you know, if he ever listens to this, you know, he'll know I'm telling the truth. I didn't hold him back from her. I didn't, you know, do anything to cause him not to have a relationship with his child. He chose to not do that. That was his decision. And so there's there are repercussions to those decisions. And the repercussions is that they don't see you in the same level of respect that they see the parent that was there, their mother. Okay, in this in this case that we're talking about, the mother. And I've seen fathers who have been there and the mother wasn't there. So the same thing goes for that for that situation too. It's the same situation. One parent, you know, controlling the situation, trying to take care of the home and the kids and and all of that but when someone comes along and says oh well you poison the mind of my child against me that's a very erroneous statement and a big 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 assumption and it's to me it sounds like your guilt is playing out you want to make you want to blame someone else for your inconsistencies or your absenteeism or what have you you that is your fault it's like even if you thought the woman was keeping you away what kept you from pursuing it you know you if you know where she lives what kept you from coming over what and, and if she won't let you see the child then that's the time that you need to go put the lawman in her world Go get the DNA test if you don't have the DNA test, if you're not on the birth certificate. And if you are on the birth certificate, fight for your rights. Fight for your rights to see your child. That's your child. If you don't believe it's your child, then go find out so you can either end that whole scenario so you can go about your business or so you can take up residence in this child's mind as dad. Not just the man who sired me, but dad coming in. Coming to see about your kid, making sure that they have the things that they need, not just financially, emotionally, spiritually. I have a, I see a lot of Hebrew men on uh, on Facebook who are upset because you know they can't see their kids. Now, you know I don't know the whole scenario. You know, I don't know why you can't see your kid, but. To just let it go. Wow. You just let it go for years and years and years where you don't bother to even try to fight to see your child. I really don't think that a man who's willing to 
financially support his kid and goes to court and says, hey, I want access to my son. I want access to my daughter or my children. I want to be able to be around and be involved. And she's blocking me. Now, if that's what's happening, go do your due diligence. Go do what you got to do in order to get access to your offspring. There is no way that, you know, my children's fathers could have uh, put me on the outs with my kids. I don't give a shit. Excuse my language. I don't give a shit where you are, what's going on. If I'm going to, uh, I'm I'm not going to let you just take my babies from me to without me having some kind of visitation, you know. I'm going to be there. They're going to say, you know what? Mama didn't have, mama might not have had full custody, but mama was always around. She was always doing something, always inviting, always letting us know she was here for us as much as possible. So that nobody can write your history if you're living your history. If you're in there and you're doing which you're supposed to do. Nobody can go rewrite that for you. But if you're not around, that's a history can't nobody rewrite either. Those kids see you. And they see when you're not there too. So you can't sit there and go, oh, well, she she kept me from seeing my child. And, and um, you know, I, I think that that she poisoned my child or she demonized me to my child and now they don't want nothing to do with me. No, baby. If you over there and you showing up and you being just, that's the good word. You are showing up. Show up. Be a part. Let that, that child should be able to come to your house and spend the weekend with you. They should be able to come to you and be around in the summer. And if you work a lot, then some other arrangements need to be made. But still, time needs to be spent in order for these little people that we have produced and brought into the world will understand that they have both parents. So I just I felt really irked by all of that. You know, that whole posting. And I, I think I probably wouldn't have thought about it but I, so much, but I've seen so many men come on and talk about how they, the wife, their wife or girlfriend, baby mama, what have you, is keeping their child away from them. And they can't see them. And they come on and they sound like super victims, but it's like, what are you doing in order For that to be a true thing. Are you trying to go see your child? You know, are you are you going to court and going, hey, I need access to this to to these children? Are you showing up like a man? Are you sitting back complaining to your boys like a little boy? Who happens to have performed some manly duties and got children. I'm just saying. The last thing we should be doing to one another is cutting down each other. 
So we shouldn't be looking to mothers who are raising children that you're not even trying to see and tell and saying how bad of a person she is and how she's demonizing you or how she's poisoning you when you're not being around or not trying to be around. It's all the poison that's needed for your child to realize they are not a priority in your life. And that's the the rub. That's the rub. Complain all day long. Say whatever you want to say. But if you're not making efforts, she don't have to utter one negative word about you. Your absence is going to give that child all the knowledge it needs about who you are as a man. So let's think about that. Let's try to do better. And women, if you are holding your kid back, if you're giving this man a hard time seeing his child, his children, shame on you. Shame on you. Because just like I said, that his absence will show and, and, and show the poison in itself. If you're talking this child against his daddy or her daddy, their daddy, if you're doing this, then they're going to recognize that too. Especially if they see him fighting to come to see them, trying to be there, and they see you blocking it. Yeah, then their 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 perception of you will be forever tainted, forever tainted, and you can end up losing your children behind stupid decisions like that. Stupid decisions. You go and lay up with a man and have his baby, you know. Yeah, you and you guys aren't together. Yes, you need his financial support. Yes, you need his. His mental support. You need his spiritual support. You need all these things. That's the whole point of of having children. It's a two two party thing. You need the other person. You need the other person. Period. So don't put down anybody's daddy. Especially if he's trying to be there. And if it, even if he's not, don't say nothing negative to that man's child about him. They will see it all clearly and for themselves. And once they are older, older people and able to ask you, well, what happened? Then you can tell them. Tell them the truth. But only when they're mentally prepared for that. When they're old enough to accept it. And don't start trying to tell your baby, that's that nigga you, your damn daddy. You ain't just like that nigga. Blah, blah, blah. He ain't shit. Da, da, da. And you just telling the child that they ain't shit. Because who are they? His child. So let's think. Let's think for ourselves. Look, Think long and hard and show love to our babies by not being evil about that other parent. All right, that's all I had to say. I had to get that off my chest. It was just sitting there and I was like, I gotta get this off my chest. (laughs) I gotta talk about this. I just, I get passionate about certain things and it's like kids really, really, you know, make me 
feel some type of way, I think, because they don't have a lot of, you know, power. They're kids, you know, and we're we as adults should be mindful of that and should be caring and supportive of our babies as well as protective of them because we live in a world that has become so tainted and so evil towards children. We need to think long and hard about how we deal with them and who we let around them. Okay, I'm going to quit preaching. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for coming to Leslie Street and tripping on down the street with me. And now we're at the bottom of the block. I hope you guys have a great, 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 great day. Shalom.